Beck Judd. Monty Diamond. We are here for the next hour, joined by a very special guest. We're a bit giddy. It's a bit exciting. Mm. Um, let's just go back a little bit. And a, a long bit. A long bit <laughs> uh, for this guy's first ever TV appearance. And this is who's joining us today on The Pickup. 16 years of age, and Keith's ambition is to be a radio announcer. He's done nightclubs and school dances. He appeared on Reg Lindsay's Country Homestead. And tonight he's got all out of love. Act four, Keith Urban from Queensland. So we're going to let his dream come true of being a radio announcer. (laughs) We're a little giddy. We are. Are we not, Beck Judd? Keith Urban joins us. How are you, Keith? Great, Monty. How are you, Beck? How are you guys? You good? We are great. Now we've got you. Hey, you are braving the COVID world. You are touring again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we were supposed to start in Australia this December. Mm. Uh, That was always going to be the plan. Um, at the beginning of 2020, at least, was that, that was our plan. Mm. Uh, but we have to move it by a year. So we are officially going to kick off our world tour in December 2021 here in Australia. Do you get itchy not being on stage for nearly a whole year when I yes. would assume that's how you would get so much of your mm. adrenaline and your endorphins? To, so to just not be able to do that for a year, are you just like, you know, scratching at your skin? Yeah, and purpose too. Like yeah. it's just it's it's what I love to do, and it just feels very. It centers everything for me when I play live, especially because it's what I've always done. I mean, I quit school at fifteen and was playing in cover bands five nights a week <laughs> since the age of fifteen. So it's wow. it's all I know to do is play live. It's been crazy doing virtuals. Yeah, that's so interesting mm-hmm. that you quit. Um, school at 15. I was walking with a friend yesterday and we were saying how now it is just not a part of kids thinking to quit school. Yet I'm just saying the pressure on kids, your daughter is nearly about to be a teenager as well, just the pressure around school. Mm, And finishing and getting that mark and having a a plan. People don't know what they're doing when they're 15. Exactly. And then so look at, you know what I mean? It's not, I I shouldn't say stay in school kids, but also there's just other ways of doing things, which you've obviously proven. Well, I was really lucky to have um, parents who supported that you know, who, who they could see I, that's what I was going to do if the rest of my life was play music, whether it was playing in pubs and clubs or whether it was getting to do it at the level I get to do at, which is incredible. You know, the fact that I get to play the gigs I get to play um, doesn't r- take away from the fact that I, I love playing. You know, mm-hmm. I just love, I love playing music. I love making music. I love writing songs. Um, getting to do a record like this one, like The Speed of Now, and have it come out, especially at this time through this, mm. you know, this year, and have it be um, received and everybody reacting the way they have to this one is just unbelievable. In terms of being, I know you're a New Zealander, but we claim you very much <clears throat> as an Aussie. We do yeah. all the best Kiwis we claim as yep. Aussies, don't we? Yep, totally. Well, I, I always, I always want to phrase, you know, I was, I was barely two years old. Yes, yeah, so when, when, when my parents moved to Queensland, so, yeah, uh, you're born in New good. Zealand, fully raised in uh, in Brizzy. Brizzy, do you do the accent, yeah. Keith? Brizzy. <laughs> Oh, no, a Kiwi accent. Yeah. Can you do it? Brizzy. Brizzy. <laughs> <laughs> um, because also, like, uh, you know, the the country music industry in the States is quite clicky and it's also I feel like, you know, just kind of researching and everything, it is very much unless you've lived that life that they've lived over there, I would find it very hard to get accepted kind of into that community. How did you break into it, Keith? Um, it took It took – the better part of, you know, coming up on eight to ten years of being there mm. before I had my first 
number one song um, and really started to get some momentum going. So it was just a long time. And uh, the, I think the hardest part was the fact that I'm, I wasn't pure country. You know, obviously my influences are, you know, all kinds of influences, rock and pop and soul and blues and everything. I, everything sort of ends up in my music. Um, as this record is so it's very obvious with this album, The Speed of Now, that my influences kind of run the gamut. It's hard to define what I do. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Was there a specific moment that you were like, yes, oh, yeah, yeah. I've, I've done made it. it. I've made it, guys. Yeah, last Thursday. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> when one of your kids said, get out of my room, Dad. <laughs> your um, upbringing and also your wife, Nicole's, is very different than the life you live now. Um, you've spoken – I feel like you guys have spoken about it a lot more openly recently where, Keith, you grew up with basically nothing, you know, lived in a shed on a farm for a while. You guys would move a lot. Do you find it harder or easier to kind of accept the life you live now, having that as your as your upbringing? I think um, we've both got really good work ethics and we got that from our parents. Um, and it's sort of an Aussie thing to just sort of head down us up, you know, which is yeah. how, I'm, how, I'm, how we're both wired. Um, and it's, it's really, I mean, I have, and it hasn't changed for me, you know. I still have very much a just get in there and get it done and work and, you know, just, I don't know. I, um, it's a roundabout way of sort of answering that. But I think the, what, I, what I've realised, especially after making a few records, um, is I love, I love all of it. I love the work. The work is really enjoyable because mm. it's hardly work, right? I mean, it's not like we're up on a bloody roof in the middle of summer mm. putting piles on or digging ditches or something. So it's pretty. It's a pretty amazing gig, mm. um, and I just I, I love doing it. So I think having that work ethic is really important. Mm. Did you, as the as I guess the money started rolling in and the also the um, recognition, did you find it? challenging or it was a guilt attached with your family do you know what I mean like I think when you come from something and then you're the one that's kind of really making it quite big in the family did you find right. it sometimes did you try and hide your success along the way at all but again you know I'm really lucky because I've always had supportive family they're mm. um Again, it wasn't it wasn't like I, I just wandered along and had a hit song out of the blue and suddenly was just like, you know, a big pop star or anything out of the blue. I think it wasn't my life wasn't like that. It was slogging it out for a long time in the pubs and clubs mm-hmm. and just sort of inching my way up the ladder and getting to Nashville mm-hmm. and then starting at the bottom and working my way up all over again, playing the club, schlepping around in vans and carrying all my own gear and all that yeah. sort of stuff. So I think the, the the work that's gone into it has kept everything quite balanced and my family's always been supportive of that. So I'm glad it didn't come quickly and, and uh, Yeah, I think that's when it. people get pretty screwed up, isn't it? When yeah. it's like this overnight, yeah. you know, you just go for a real from a really normal base life to this, oh, yes. my God. Hey, um, Keith, <laughs> your, your eldest daughter, she's nearly a teenager. How are you guys approaching that? A step at a time. Yeah. Like everything. <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And how's it been um, being in Australia this year? What's the best thing about being in your home country with your family? Yeah, well, right now, all of it coming into summer. Yeah, and um, we're lucky, aren't we? Very, very lucky. Mm. You know, the lucky country, right? And uh, 
and it's yeah, extraordinary um, the reality that that uh, Australia's been able to create through this year. Mm. Really extraordinary testament to that all the health departments and frontline workers, first responders, everybody that's just worked so hard to, to make it like this. It's really extraordinary. Oh, totally. It's been such a crazy year. You guys have been um, in Byron for a lot of this year and loving the markets. Is there any part of you, Keith, that's like, I want to put on a disguise and just get out on the street and do some um, – Sorry, I'm pregnant, busking, so I busking. can't find any words. My yeah. mind's completely gone. Yeah, busking, because I know the Powderfinger guys have done that where they've had a new album, they've gone in disguise to see how everyone will take it. Is there any part of you that's tempted sometimes to do that? Yeah, but I think I would just go and do it. Oh, mate, you, <laughs> you cannot do that. I hate to break it to you, you're quite recognisable. And there's a lot of paps in Byron. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of paps yeah. in Byron. Yeah, we're only we're only actually only up there for a little while. Nick was Nick, Nick was up there a bit, but we were mostly here in Sydney. So I didn't get to spend anywhere near enough time in Byron. It's beautiful mm. up there. I wish I could have spent more time. Yeah. Mm. So Keith Urban, we don't have you for much longer, but I do want to know how well you know your music. So I've got a couple <laughs> of um, grabs, just like literally half a second of three of your songs. Can mm-hmm. I just um, – okay, and I'll tell you at the end. Three of your songs and you've got to tell us what they what are, they are. Mm. Okay? <laughs> okay? Here we go. Here's your first one. Oh, I, can't, I can't give you any more than that because even I know what they are. Oh! Oh! Play it again. Oh. Yeah, play it again. Oh, okay, that's God, a fighter. Oh, oh my God. Wow. Dude, let, that's let's play crazy. This that's the fighter. Yes. yes. Which Keith Urban, one of my all-time mm. favourite songs, and you know who loves that song? Byron. Anytime I'm in Byron, it comes on the radio every third song and I crank it up to the point that I went away with my friend and she's like, I can't hear this song anymore. I'm like, the photo's on. You were singing that walking into the studio today. Yeah, I was yeah. so, I just love that and I love Carrie Underwood and her hair in that film clip is like hair <laughs> epic. <laughs> Almost oh, as good as yours, Keith Urban. Okay, here's your lucky last one. How well do you know your music? Oh, somebody like you. Oh, oh. What do you know? He knows his stuff. You know your stuff. There you go. You pass. Hey, uh, Keith Urban, what an absolute treat to um, chat to you. I also remember once um, you did a concert quite a while ago here and I was out going out with my mum somewhere and we were in a lift with people that were going, an elevator of people going to your show and they were just on, they were just the happiest kind of people. I think you just bring people together that just want to have a good time and if you're doing that for people, that's a the life best. well lived, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we need that right now more than ever, right? We do. You are right. Yeah. Hey, uh, Keith's well, World Tour next year, Speed of Now, make sure you grab your tickets. Hey, so the people who bought tickets for this year, how does that work? Do they all get refunded? They've got to jump we, on and get it again? We didn't get to fully announce, properly announce the tour this year. We okay. were just going to announce it and then this all happened, so we had to move everything. All right, we'll get cool. on, people. It'll Very sell good. quick. Keith Urban, thanks for joining us. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it.